Instead of a staff imbued with the power to perform miracles, God gave Moses a community of leaders that are able to come alongside and share the burden of caring for a restless and tired community in the desert. The spirit of the Lord filled 70 people and they began to prophesy. And not only did it fill the 70 elders in the tent, the spirit filled two young men outside the tent with the spirit and it caused a bit of a commotion. Some people were angry that ordinary people were filled with the spirit. So they immediately found Moses and complained. Exasperated yet again, Moses said to them, are you jealous for my sake? Would that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. If these words sound familiar to you, it's because these words are often read on Pentecost Sunday. This passage was read on May 31st of this year and I actually referenced these words in my sermon on that day. I also said that the hopes and desires of Moses did come true. All the Lord's people are prophets because on Pentecost, every single one of us has been gifted with the Holy Spirit and we all have been equipped to do the Lord's work. In the context of my Pentecost sermon, I argued that we all had been given the power to prophesy, to speak truth to the ugly injustices in our society and we have all been given the power to preach about God's kingdom, and we have all been given the will to create beloved community. And all of these things are still true. But within the context of today's story in Exodus, at the context of the desert, the Holy Spirit gave the Israelites something other than the gift of prophecy. The Holy Spirit enabled 70 elders to come alongside Moses to help placate the frustrations and alleviate some of the suffering of the Israelites. The Holy Spirit gave the elders the power to shoulder each other's burdens. However, we are a post-Pentecostal people, which means not just our elders, but every single member of Christ's body has been called to help shoulder the burden of a community that is hungry and thirsty in the wilderness. This is not just the call for the priest or for the staff or even for the vestry. This is the burden of every single person who has been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. What does that even look like? I think Paul's letter to the Philippians gives us some helpful tips. Paul says, if we are truly in the spirit, we ought to be of the same mind, have the same love, and be in full accord and of one mind. We should not do anything from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, regard others as better than ourselves. We need to not look to our own interests, but the interests of others. Lastly, we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who is at work within us, enabling us both to will and to work for God's good pleasure. We need to remember that we all carry God's spirit. We start from a place of fear and trembling, not because we are afraid of punishment, but because we operate out of a place of reverence for the holy that is within us and out of a reverence for the holy that is in others. When we recognize that we are beloved and that others are beloved too. 
it becomes easy for us to put aside our own needs and prioritize the needs of others. It becomes easy to regard others in humility when we remember that not only are they beloved, but the holy resides in them as well. And we need to honor what is holy. And when we have all reoriented ourselves so that we are aware of the Holy Spirit that is in us, we can come to a place of one accord, having the same love and the same mind. In a time when we are all overwhelmed by the burden of shelter in place, it is so easy to be consumed by our own needs. Yes, it is all right to complain and to be bitter and to be restless because those are signs that we are indeed in a time of exile. We can commiserate together about our shared hunger pains and actually sharing those pains is one way of being the body of Christ. Lamenting and mourning together is one way in which we can help shoulder each other's burdens. However, we have to be vigilant because when we start to elevate our own individual needs over the needs of a community and of others, we start to operate in a way that breaks apart then rather brings together the community. As we continue to sojourn together in this wilderness, let us continue to work for our salvation in fear and trembling by remembering that the holy is everywhere, starting by remembering the holy is within us. And let us remember that the holy dwells in others too. And from there, let us get into the habit of asking what our neighbor's needs are before we complain about our needs. And instead of asking what others can do for us, let us think creatively about the things we could do for others. We are no longer dependent on our leaders to carry our burdens, but each of us has been equipped by the Spirit to lift each other up and support each other in this incredible time of hardship. Each of us has the power to bring a little bit of God's kingdom here on earth. Even the smallest gesture can go a long way. I think a small act of kindness, like a simple care package to tired families at this time is kind of like finding a flower in the desert, or maybe even like water coming out of a dry rock. Amen.